Hello, my name is Jeremy Hobbs, and welcome to Love One Another podcast from Anchor and Spotify with Jeremy Hobbs as your uh, host. First, let's kick off with Florida, okay? Because, bless their hearts, uh, they are just attacking these trans kids left and right. I mean, let me tell you the latest, what they're doing. Florida's legislation session has only been started this week. And Republican lawmakers have already introduced more bills targeting LGBTQ people than there have been days in the new year. Florida has for years been an innovator of new assaults on freedom and equality. And this year's slate of bills is no different. I just, I, you know, I'm sitting here looking at this. And I see the escalating attacks on education, medical freedom, and the fundamental right of transgender people to exist as their authentic selves. And it's, it's, it's heartbreaking that these people have to continue to go through this nightmare. I mean, what the, f I, I want to say, what the hell did they ever do to you? And now I know for a fact that, you know, they've been all up in your face about some stuff and they want the pronouns to be done and all this other stuff. But folks, they passed several laws now in the state of Florida against the transgender community, restricting gender-affirming care for transgender adults and children, requiring people to use bathrooms in line with their sex assigned at birth, and banning kids from attending live performances, uh, blocking the use of preferred pronouns, and expanding Florida's parents' rights law, which cr critics have derived as a don't-say-gay law, these laws have been widely criticized by LGBT advocates and a slate of, as a slate of hate. The new laws have been signed by the Florida Governor, DeBron DeSantis, who has been criticized for signing the largest slate of anti-LGBTQ bills in one legislative session in the state's history. It is important to note that these laws have been met with significant opposition and controversy. LGBTQ advocates have called for the repeal of these laws, while supporters argue that they protect children from drastic life-altering gender dysphoria therapies and surgeries. Now, these kids deserve to be who they want to be, who they are, who they feel they are. And for us to continue this assault on transgender kids, kids now, because they think it's, you're, you're doing more harm than good, right? No, the people that are doing the harm are the legislators. Because they have no clue what the hell they're talking about. They don't listen to science. It just dumbfounds me that we're still in this stage right here. You're so damn concerned about less than 1% of the population of America that you've got to fixate all your bills upon these folks. They haven't done anything to you. It's just hypocrisy and no love. I mean, I just, I'm so damn fed up with all of it. I don't know if you are, but I know I am. I'm, t I'm tired of the bullying. That's exactly what it all boils down to. It's all bully. And I like people that stand up against bullies. I like people that fight for the rights of others. I like people that want to help others and stand up and say, hey, this is wrong. Why are you doing this? This is wrong. Restricting gender-affirming care for transgender adults, though? You're a damn adult. You'd be able to do whatever the hell you want to do. Now they want to tell you what you can do medically. 
the whole shit over the bathrooms. Let me explain something to y'all. There are more heterosexual pedophiles in this nation than there ever could be um, gamers. There are more deviants that are heterosexual in this country than there ever could be gamers. But yet they want to put all that off on them like they are the ones that do it by all the gays. You know, when I go to the bathroom, I could care less what's going on in the stall next to me. I'm just in there to do what I got to do and get the fuck out. I don't like sitting there waiting around in the bathroom. I, first of all, I can't stand the smell of one, especially if somebody's in the in the shit and the shitter next to you taking a shit. And that's always lovely to hear. I remember several times I've had to go in there and put uh, put my shirt up over my face because it stunk so damn bad just out of piss. I'd much rather go to my own home, and my most people who know me know. I won't use the bathroom hardly anywhere, but I'll go home and use it, especially for number two. But, you know, we've got to stop this shit, y'all. It is becoming a nightmare in this nation. It's becoming hate-filled everywhere you go. I mean, and what these do, what these bills do is they incite violence upon these kids. And that's bullshit. We shouldn't be inciting violence upon these children. And they have to go to school still. They are people that know who they are, people that because they live their truth, which you should always do. I know it's going to be hard for you, but at the same time, they'll live your truth. But you're going to be attacked. I just don't get it, folks. I really don't. I'm sick of it. I know you are too. I hope you are. If you're not, then you're probably going to listen to the wrong program, or maybe you need to listen more. But, you know. Back to the thing about bullies. I like one person that stands up against bullies. And that brings me to my other story. Michelle Obama could run for president. You know, I've been telling everybody, everybody knows me knows. I've been talking about this for a while. I said if Michelle Obama would run, she'd have it hands down and would change the whole dynamics of this whole campaign. I, you know, everybody's picking on Joe. Joe is just getting on up there and he can't do it no more. And I mean, what's the sad thing is, though, everybody's just washed their hands upon Joe. He's just totally running for office. Don't get a, doesn't have a clue. It wasn't until the other day when Barack Obama sat in and told him, he said, hey, Joe, you have to change the structure of this election campaign and warn him of Trump's potential return to the White House. Whole found, a USA Today poll found Biden losing support among young Hispanic and black voters. Now, let's get to Michelle Obama. As of the provided information, Michelle Obama has not yet announced her candidacy for the 2024 presidential race. Her recent comments, though, indicate her concerns about the potential results of the election and the impact of the nation's leaders. But they do not confirm her intention to run for president. Let me say this out there right now. Michelle, if you can hear us, run for president. It's the time to do it. If you don't, Donald Trump will be reelected. There's no doubt in my mind about that. I mean, I see so many people out there that Democrats that have just washed their hands on Joe. They're probably not even going to go vote because they know he's going to lose. And that is not what we need in this country. We need that momentum back. We need Michelle Obama to run for president. She's terrified about the potential of 
uh, Trump coming back to office. I would be too. I mean, hell, man, this is ridiculous that we're still having to deal with this. This this insane man that, you know, is fighting tooth and nail to run for president again. Why does he want to be president so bad again? He lost the election. Most people are just going about the way and get on with their life. There's only been one other president I know that, well, two. I think it was Grover Cleveland. Or I know Teddy Roosevelt did. And he tried to come back as the uh, Moose Party or whatever it was. But I think it was Grover Cleveland that had two different terms. He lost one, came back, and then, you know, I guess Trump kind of reminds me a little bit of Grover Cleveland. Uh, but anyway, you know, let's face the facts, folks. And I love you, Joe. I, I, I commend you for all the years of service. And I said this every episode I do. And if it comes down to it, you're the only candidate that runs, I'm going to vote for you, even though I know you're going to lose. But, Joe, you got to step it up, buddy. You got to do something, buddy. I don't know what you're doing right now, but you think that everything, I mean, look at the church he just recently attended. Very low attendance. Nobody wants to go hear Joe Biden talk. Now, who they will line up for, show a bump. I just don't know. I mean, former First Lady has expressed concerns about the potential results of the 2024 presidential race, citing her worries about the impact of the nation's leaders and the tone of their messages. She also voiced her fear about the possibility of what could happen and emphasized the importance of not taking democracy for granted. Additionally, she had highlighted her concerns about the tone and tenor of messages from her nation's leaders and suggested that there's a double standard surrounding Trump's indictment. And that's the truth. There is a double standard. Never in my life have I ever seen people flock to someone so evil. And yes, he is evil. Anybody that does what he does lies every word and breath he takes. So power hungry, so woman hater, so gay hating. And people go, oh, he don't hate gays. Yes, he does. And I'll tell you why. I mean, recently, do you know that Trump allowed doctors to deny care to LGBTQ patients? But Biden just eliminated that yesterday. One of the former president's most dangerous and anti-LGBTQ rules was blocked by the federal court for years, but now it has been officially eliminated and replaced by the Biden administration. The rule would have allowed doctors and other medical professionals to refuse to treat patients, get this, for religious reasons. Pregnant women in the LGBTQ community were the targets of this rule. Small town voted unanimously to repeal an old anti-LGBTQ law, then they found another one. And while the township council voted unanimously to repeal the forgotten law, they discovered another one they cannot strike down. The workers could claim a religious exemption to do their jobs, including doctors, nurses, pharmacists, billing staff, and receptionists, and all emergency responders. I mean, the so-called denial of care rule, which is issued in May 2019, is another legislation built upon hate. And I don't understand why people want to continue this hate. I just sit here and I just ponder all day, what the hell is going on with this nation? Why all of a sudden are we the people that are, are attacked and sought after and all the other stuff? We haven't done anything to anybody. 
Well, they got to fight with somebody, don't they? It's not politically correct to fight with uh, African-Americans anymore, blacks. No, let's go pick on the gays because it's still okay to do that. And until we have a national policy that includes us in it, they're going to be able to do that forever. Our states, like the state I live in, Georgia, you know, there's no non-discrimination ordinance of any kind, no non-discrimination policy of any kind for the state now. Now, other cities have already adopted one. The one I live in, Columbus, Georgia, and Macon, that's another one. They haven't done one. And in fact, Charmaine Crabb, uh, one of the city councilors here, said we should just leave it up to the states. You know, we get graded on all that. And right now, our MEI score, and I invite everybody to look up HRC MEI. And it'll ask you what your city's name is and everything else. Put it in. And see where your city stands on um, non-discrimination laws, um, human rights, uh, municipal services, uh, municipality as an employer, leadership in the LGBTQ community. All these types of things go into a grade. And my guys here, they just don't understand because they don't read, first of all. They don't listen, second of all. And they just don't do anything right. I and mean, we've got city councilors that have been on this council. Probably not recently. But we had one that was served for 36 years. I ran against him twice. Couldn't unseat him. He died the next year after I lost the election to him. We hold on to these relics, voices of the past, when we need to be looking for the future. That's why we need to look, look, look away from Donald Trump and look to the future. And it ain't Ron DeSantis, and God knows it ain't Nikki Haley either. I mean, I'd, I'd much rather see her than any of the others. But say ain't got a fighting chance. They still up there doing debates and everything else like, like it matters. I mean, they've already lost the election if he's allowed to run. There's no no even no sense in even doing it. You know, I listened to one of the people from DeSantis camp today talking about, oh, that's hardcore. We're going to get out there and we're going to do this, we're going to do that, and do this, and this, and that. This is a nightmare, folks. A freaking nightmare. I mean, I never thought in my life that we would be at this point right here. I mean, so much negativity out there, so much hardship, so much anger, and no, no love. There is no love out there being spread around to people. Which makes me ask about how our uh, yearly uh, challenge is going. I ask everybody, if you would, commit one random act of kindness every day. And if the, the, uh, the recipient says thank you or whatever, tell them about the program and tell them to pay it forward. To do each and every day. If you have done it, tell me how it's changed your life. Write to me today and let me know. I would love to hear your stories. If you've been a recipient of the care, of the uh, random act of kindness, let us hear from you as well. I want to hear more of your stories out there, folks. I never get to hear anything from y'all. There's a program I'm going to put out there because it's an important topic. It's important that we do what we must do and love one another. Write me. I'm Jeremy Hobbs. Good day.